Welcome to the new season of the Second Victim Podcast. Let's talk about supporting health professionals when something goes wrong. After some months of silence, we came back with new episodes. These episodes are focused on describing second victim support programs or other related interventions in a simple way. We selected 10 second victim support programs and in each episode you can listen to people that are leading or making part of these interventions. Are you ready to start this journey with 10 inspired spots? This podcast is part of the Ernst Training School and I'm the Ernst Training School Coordinator. My name is Sofia Garrapaiva and thank you so much for spending your time with us. Today we'll have a different format of the podcast. And if you only have 10 minutes of your time to get to know a second victim program, leaders from five second victim interventions kindly share with us their programs in a clear and short manner. Also, we will listen some of the barriers and facilitators that they found in the program implementation process. Today we will listen to the Reverend Matt Norvell. One of the co-founders of the well-recognized John Hopkins RISE program in the United States. And a worldwide example of healthcare worker support programs in healthcare settings. Hello, my name is Reverend Matt Norvell. I'm one of the co-founders of the Johns Hopkins RISE team. RISE is an acronym that stands for Resilience in Stressful Events. The focus of our team is to provide timely and confidential peer support to employees who encounter stressful work-related events. You know, there are so many ways that a healthcare worker can be injured while they're doing their job. And there's even more ways that a healthcare worker can be emotionally injured. They might be a part of an error uh, involved in a patient death. There might be a near miss about a misjudgment. There might be ethical or moral moral quandaries. Those are just to name a few. In most healthcare settings, these unseen injuries often go unaddressed. People come to work to help others, but something unexpected happens and that individual is left to take care of themselves and address their own emotional distress. In 2010, a small group of people at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland, decided to try and make a difference in this cycle. We began with the work of Dr. Albert Wu, who highlighted the need for support of what he called second victims in the healthcare setting. As Dr. Wu framed it, second victims are healthcare workers who are directly or tangentially involved in a medical error or a near miss. For example, in the case of an error, the first victim would obviously be the patient and their family because they were injured. But in those events, also impacted are the individuals and the teams that are involved. Those people came to work to do good and help, but something happened and they were a part of causing harm. 
You can probably imagine the implications of this. It can lead to a person second-guessing their own skill, their own ability, and maybe even their own vocation. Building from Dr. Wu's second victim concept focused on error, we actually expanded our vision to look at the other ways that healthcare workers can get injured emotionally. Our goal was to build a program that could be nimble and responsive to meet the needs of our employees no matter who they were and no matter when the need arose. As we began to investigate the problem and possible solutions, we learned that most employees who encounter these types of events, they just need someone to talk to. They don't necessarily have a new mental health problem that would cause them to reach out to a mental health professional. They don't have a new spiritual problem that would cause them to read out for pastoral or clergy support. And for whatever reason, sometimes they don't want to discuss the event or a situation with a family member or an existing colleague or supervisor. In so many instances, a person, they simply have a distressing event they need to process with somebody who understands the healthcare context and will not judge or evaluate them. After much planning, we launched the RISE program at our hospital in 2011. We developed a training for our RISE team peer supporters to help them have appropriate skills to show up, listen, provide confidential and non-judgmental to su support to their distressed employees and colleagues. When we first started, it was slow. It was a new program and people were not sure if they could trust the team. We had about one call per month that first year. But as the program has grown in popularity, we were able to raise awareness of what this service could provide to people. And our colleagues began to have trust in the program. And we began to get more and more calls. In the years since then, we've provided support to thousands of our employees across our hospital in every job description and in every work setting. In 2014, our core team of Dr. Albert Wu, Dr. Cheryl Connors, who is a nurse by training, and myself, who serves as a hospital chaplain, we developed a curriculum that we could use to help other hospitals launch similar programs in their context. Since we launched that training program, we've worked with over 100 different institutions in many different contexts across the United States and in other countries across the world. I personally believe this program is successful and the people are excited about implementing it in their particular settings because so many people know that they've experienced these very serious events and that maybe they didn't receive the kind of emotional support that would have been helpful for them. Many people in healthcare know that they have been carrying heavy stories around and those heavy stories influence their everyday practice. In our trainings, we hear every time people sharing their experiences, whatever their role is, nurses, physicians, respiratory therapists, it doesn't matter. Everybody has it. But they'll say something like, you know, in my first year of practice, I made this mistake. And I think about that patient and the harm I did every day. Or somebody might say, you know, so many years ago, I was a part of this event and it was really distressing. At the time, I didn't sleep for weeks. 
you know, I wondered if I did something wrong, but I was too nervous or worried to ask anyone because I was afraid I would be judged or fired. Our RISE peer support program helps people by giving them a safe place to process the distressing events that happen every day in healthcare. We developed this program because we believe that none of us are able to do our best when we are carrying around unaddressed distressing situations. We're hopeful this type of program continues to be developed and implemented in every healthcare setting so that patients and their families can receive the best care possible, while at the same time, the good people who dedicate themselves to healthcare can continue to be healthy, strong, and well. If you want to know more about the Ernst Cost Action, if you want to know more about the Ernst Training School, you can also check the description for more information. See you soon and stay tuned.